Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast with me, His Holy Mess, Father Paul Hulis. This is a podcast to encourage, entertain, and give hope to those of us who are striving to find holiness in a very messy world. It's also a podcast for all those who identify as a holy mess, like me, hence His Holy Mess. Are we not all in some way, because of our weaknesses and our sinfulness, a holy mess? Yet the good news is that God, who is supremely pristine and pure, entered the depths of our mess and the mess of this world and made it holy. And he doesn't just clean up the mess in our lives, but he redeems it, uses it, and turns our mess into a beautiful message of hope. So tune in, bring your mess with you, and join me for a clean but very messy podcast. One, two, three. Hey, it's His Holy Mess, Father Paul. This is going to be very, very brief. This is the intro to the intro, just to explain, because you're going to hear in the intro that I am doing an intro of the episode with Marilis Pinero, the ex-nun on the run, um, in the same episode that I am interviewing her and her story, but that's actually not going to be the case. So I took about 25 minutes to tell her a story. And I don't, oh, it's driving me crazy that this is freezing. I have the Ethernet cables hooked up and the Wi Fi. It should not be freezing. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, let me know. So basically, uh, I'm just going to cut off uh, the story that I told her about my retreat in Alaska, which I hope you thoroughly enjoy. It's for your entertainment. Uh, that's just going to be its own little 25 minute little special episode. And then I will do the episode, uh, a separate episode just with Marilis. And that's going to be about two hours. P I, people said, I asked people if they, they, they wanted that episode cut up in parts or as a whole. And the vote was that people want, most people, majority of the people, 70 something percent of the people wanted the episode all as one. All right. So here you go. Father Paul barely endures the Alaska retreat or barely survives. Peace. Pun intended. Whoa. Hum. Hum. Humana. <laughs> All right. This is a holy mess, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Welcome back to a holy mess with his holy mess podcast. This is his holy mess, Father Paul, who is uh, this is the first time. In my studio, where we are doing like multiple angles, multi not properly, but we're good, at least doing multiple angles. We got three different cameras in here. I got Marilis Panero, the ex nun on the run, a good friend of, friend of mine. I was honored to see that she posted something a couple weeks ago referring to me as the brother she never had or something like that, the older brother. So my little sister, if I may, sister. Um, anyway, so... Uh, welcome. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And Romeo. Oh, hey, Romeo. What, show, please show everybody Romeo. Romeo's her little doggy. He's like, what the heck is going on? Do you look at his face? I know. He's, I thought, honestly, Romeo, I expected a little bit more of you once the camera's on. He's a little camera shy, the dog. How old he is. is he? He's going to be a year next weekend. All right, he'll grow into it. He'll <laughs> grow into it. 
So uh, thanks for being here. Bring the mic a little bit closer to your face. All right. How's that? You're looking that way, ish. Sort ish. of. Well, you know, you're looking yeah. at me, but then a little bit down. Oh. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Though. Um, so normally. I, uh, sometimes I have an intro before I, so when I'm going to talk to the audience, I'm going to look at them, so I'm okay. not talking to you right now. All right. Uh, so <laughs> normally, when I have uh, a guest, sometimes I do a separate in uh, intro just talking about myself or things that are going on, then I introduce the guest. Uh, sometimes I don't have an intro at all, I just have a guest, and sometimes it's just me. Well, today I have a guest, but also the intro is going to be with my guests. So we're gonna do an intro to the interview with the guests who I'm gonna be interviewing because I wanna catch up with you because it's been several weeks since when we When was talked. the last time we saw, was that Memorial Day weekend? Uh, the last time we saw each other was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. But the last time we spoke was on FaceTime. I was in the airport in <laughs> Alaska. I had just landed and you were in the airport in the Philippines. Yes. So we're FaceTiming uh, airport to airport many, many, many miles away. Can you see the Philippines from Alaska? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know how far it is. I feel like it's probably closer than we are. I, I would think so. I don't know. I flunked out of geometry, even though that's not the topic that we're talking <laughs> about. And, um, and I actually didn't flunk out of geometry. But uh, no, because you remember like when Sarah, um, what was her name? The vice presidential candidate. Palin, Sarah, Sarah Palin. Palin. I had a sweatshirt in college that said McCain Palin. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted people to vote for them. I had one that said Obama Biden. I'm just kidding. I had, no, I did not. I did not. I swear I didn't. Um, no, I definitely, totally uh, with the Palin. But she said in an interview or something, she's like, I could see Russia from my house. She might. From Alaska. So I was in Alaska. I'm wondering if we could see the Philippines. And uh, we were talking while we were in the airport, and I was about to go hiking and camping in bear country, and Marilis was a little concerned. Um, and she asked her followers to pray for me because uh, we were going You were the very anxious. I was. Okay, so the anxiety that you heard me before the trip only intensified as the trip went on. Like 100% <laughs> completely and totally only intensified. Um, Full disclosure, this is the first time I'm hearing any of this. Yeah, I told her. So this is in real-time reactions. Real-time reaction because I told you on the phone yesterday or two days ago that I want to wait till this to tell yeah, you yeah, what yeah. actually happened. And I want to be careful. I want to be charitable because there was other people a part of the pilgrimage. So I'm just going to talk about like my end of it or my reactions to things. Um, I went on a Catholic, I won't say the name of the ministry, but I went on a Catholic hiking, camping, retreat thing. Now, were you a participant? Were you chaplain? I was the chaplain. I was oh. the priest chaplain. Uh, it was a How very did they find you? What the heck does that mean? What do you mean? You asked me to be chaplain for Israel. Yeah, but we're not going to be doing crazy woodsy stuff. You're not somebody I would think to call if I were like, hey, we're going to go into the forest of Alaska for two weeks. Will you be chaplain? Like, you... I'm sorry, I wouldn't call you. Well, you know what? That kind of hurts my feelings because we've known each other a long time, but you don't know me that well. Um, I just... <laughs> and so, no, okay. I will answer the question of how uh, they knew me. So one, I asked for it, okay? Okay. Uh, no. Uh, so I knew the leader of this ministry through the... Um, I took a course from her on the Theology of the Body Institute okay. many, 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 many moons ago. All right. Back in 2014 when she was... Uh, uh, was uh, doing her first ever hiking camping retreat. 
I was asked by Christopher West, because he was also going on, if I would be the chaplain. I said yes, but I shortly had to back out. Okay. So since then, I always wanted to go on another one. Okay. So I contacted this woman maybe so about a year like ago. this was like a rain check. This was a rain check, and she said to me, where would you want to go? And I said I would love to go to Alaska. <laughs> I said that. I didn't really know what I was talking about. But I said I would love to go to Alaska because I want to do all 50 states in my lifetime. And so I'll be honest with you. I said yes about a year before the trip. And I didn't know anything really about it. I didn't read much about it. And maybe about, I don't know, like two weeks before the trip, I like got in touch with her. And I was like, hey, by the way, so like, like are we staying in like hotels, like cabins? And she kind of laughed. Um, she's like, no, uh, we're backpacking. Uh, we are like going in the woods and we are, you know, going 10 miles a day, hiking 10 miles a day, stopping, sleeping where we stop, setting up, getting up, like literally backpacking, which I had never done. I had gone camping before, but I guess they call it car camping where like your car is right there. You're sleeping in your car. car. That's a good point. Some people sleep in the RVs, but it's more of like. You're maybe sleeping in a tent, but like your car is nearby. Yeah. You can put things in your car. You don't have to put everything on your back when you're hiking because you're coming back to your campsite. Okay. When you go backpacking, there is no campsite. So you're carrying everything for the whole week. Your food, your sleeping bag, your tent. Um, Water. Anything and everything. Waters, everything and everything. Now I have to say, I have to say, so that terrified me. Okay, because I'm up there in weight. Um, I, I found out I had to hold about 50 pounds on my back. I already weigh about 280, not going to lie. Um, so <laughs> I think, too, in my mind, I imagine what you told me about with what happened to you in Arizona. Yes. Which, so I'm like, why would he go to the woods in Alaska on some camping, hiking trip? He could barely get through his retreat <laughs> Arizona. Well, my, well, see, now if I tell that story, they don't know that story No, no, story we're not going to tell it, but, no, but oh, they I don't can. know that story. They don't know it yet. I never told them that story, and now they're going to want to well, know. Th- you so can what tell- I could do, because I haven't released episode three, what I could do is I could release just this intro as its own episode <laughs> of a review of Alaska with uh, Marilis Panero. Uh, and then we could do like the interview with you. So, but let's yeah. just say for now, okay, I had a very tough time in Arizona, all right? There was a, a life or death situation <laughs> that I made much more dramatic. And so Marilis was concerned for me. So I just want to say that um, because of this poor, now we're going back to Alaska. I'm not getting into Arizona. Yeah, you the, can fill them in on Arizona later. All right, so the woman who, was, who ran the, this Arizona trip, her health was not good. Her health oh. had gotten worse. She's, she's on the men, but, you know, she didn't, she ended up contacting us. My timeline is a little bit off. I said two weeks before, so I'm, I'm probably talking about two months before. About a month before the trip, she said, hey, listen, my health is where it is. I don't think I could handle the backpacking, but if you guys are flexible, I will uh, rent out different campsites each night, and then we will go day hiking. Okay. So we, that means we do not have to carry everything on our back. We just kind of carry what we need for the hike, come back, and then we have our campsite. Even better right? for you. It's infinitely better for me. All right? Now, I honestly thought that about 15 to 20 people were going to be on this trip. All right? It ended up being five women and me. Okay? <laughs> five women and me. And I'll be honest with you. I was the biggest girl. Um, now, I know that's a little... I s- hope you're going to be okay for our Jordan trip. 
Well, let's get that. Uh, Arizona, Jordan. Let's stick on Alaska right now. So, <clears throat> is Jordan dangerous? No, we're going glamping. I can't do that. I'm too old for that hiking right, in the woods. You're very young. You're very young and available. But anyway, so um, <laughs> just letting the viewers know. So, um, we'll talk about it in a little bit. So, um, here's where I want to get to the point. Uh, these, uh, it was a theology of the body themed retreat. There was a lot of logistics. Uh, somebody was very late. Then when they finally got there, uh, somebody was very delayed because of the flights being canceled. When they got there, then their baggage wasn't there. So it was a very, a lot of um, audibles. And, you know, the person that ran the trip was extremely flexible. Um, probably under the pressure, you know, she had a lot to do. Yeah. Um, so the first couple of days, you know, was what it was. Very nice women. I was able to say mass for them each day. Uh, the first night that we go camping, the very first night. So I get there on a Friday night in Alaska. I'm talking to you at the airport. Yeah, I remember. Saturday was just Saturday, <laughs> chill, whatever. Sunday night was the first night camping, first night. And we get there to the campsite. And the, the person who greets us there says, hey, just FYI, you know, here you go, blah, blah, blah. This is your campsite. Just FYI, there was a bear sighting recently. Um, and, it, and it was going in, into one of the tents, and it had to be sprayed away with bear spray. So I immediately, now in my mind, because they don't really know me yet, I just met these women, so I'm just like, this is, I, where's the bathroom? Because I'm scared. So, <clears throat> uh, so that night, no, no, then we go, we go for a little walk. There's a beautiful lake. Uh, they say, uh, the leader says, let's go off for about a half hour. We'll, we'll meet at this spot. Let's just everybody pray individually by the lake, right? So I misunderstood what she said about where to meet. I ended up getting lost. Very first night. Oh 45 minutes, I had no idea where they were. Was it dark? It was not dark. It doesn't get dark in Alaska right now. That, but I started to get nervous. 45 minutes, uh, I was holding my bear spray in one hand <laughs> and my knife in the other. Okay? I'm... I'm, I'm telling the God's honest truth. I had a whistle with me. <laughs> I had a, an orange whistle, and I just started going, <laughs> like, I don't, that's not really a whistle sound. They heard the whistle. They heard my west rescue whistle, and I was found, okay? They fa- the the they women found, found you. I am a 40-year-old man who's a priest that was blowing a whistle so that these kind women would find me. That's day one. Okay? Day one. So. <clears throat> you need like an air tag. Exactly. When I went into the tent that very first night, I, now I'm, I'm in my own tent. I'm the only guy. They're over there. There's two other tents, two tents for the women, one for me. Okay? Okay. All right? So I'm in the tent the very first night. And as I'm laying there, as soon as I get in there, I was fine until I got in the tent. I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I, like, the, a bear could come in here. I, you know, there was a bear around. Like, what am I going to do? Long story short, I got through the night, okay? Long story short, got through the night. The second night, this is Tuesday, the second night of the trip, okay? I get in my tent, and about 20 minutes later, as I'm trying to go to sleep, I hear, no joke, (laughs) right outside my tent, I hear, (laughs) Marilyn, boom, boom. Are you sure you weren't imagining it? No, you, look, I cannot say for sure what it was. I cannot tell you this was a grizzly bear or a black bear. It could have been, been a polar fo- bear. It, no, they don't have polar <laughs> bears right there. I, I am not kidding. I know I'm a priest. I'm just going to be honest with you because I froze. I froze. 
I had, again, my bear, in my tent, my tiny tent, by the way, <laughs> I had my bear spray and my knife. And you can't really, well, yeah, I guess you can see me, but I rolled up in a ball and I just froze. Like, ter- like this was going to be the end. I can't believe this. And I, I'm just going to be, I started having all these thoughts. Like, I can't be here. I am going to get eaten and killed by a grizzly bear. And then I'm having this guilt and shame. I, I know, I'm not letting you talk. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, you're so fine. Fast. This is hilarious. I'm just telling you the story. So I'm not kidding. Like, I, I'm like, Lord, why am I afraid of death? I'm a priest. Like, I work at a cemetery. I shouldn't be scared. <laughs> but I'm terrified right now. And I'm praying a million. I'm praying our fathers. I'm praying Hail Marys. I'm praying to my brother who I believe is in heaven. Like, I'm praying, Lord, Lord. I was shook. I frozen. Never so scared in my life. Hair literally off my hand, uh, off my arm, about 10, 10 inches, and just shook. And I laid in that frozen position for about two hours, just. Did you did you hear the bear? I look. I think it was a bear for the whole time. The two hours. No, 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 no. Oh, not the you whole were just time, afraid for the two hours. I was literally hours. frozen. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I was frozen. I believe it. Frozen. I, I believe now, it. Now we were not supposed to have technology on this trip. Okay, she wanted to go old school, get away from off everything the grid, in yeah. the nature. Okay. I was allowed to have my cell phone with me on airplane mode because for, for the sake of the liturgy of the hours, okay, mm-hmm. that I downloaded beforehand so I didn't have to carry yeah. the whole book with me, right? Well, we didn't have service in a lot of places. In, I turned my phone off came, uh, uh, airplane mode. Uh, I did have service. It was 3 a.m., which means it was 7 a.m. where we were, yeah. okay? I texted my mom and my dad, <laughs> probably one of the scariest texts I've ever texted them ever in my life. Okay, and I texted a bunch of guys that are in this group called Fight Club that I used to be in called Fight Club, which is a, a, a men's prayer group, right? And I was like, listen, guys, like, there's a bear outside my tent. I am freaking out, and I am having, like, serious temptations. Your poor parents. Like, demonic temptations of, of, of like, abandoning these people. <gasps> like, I wanted to get in a taxi. Father. I wanted to get an Uber, and I wanted to go. An Uber! I, want, I know, I know. I wasn't in my right senses. I was not in my, I thought I was bear meat, okay? And I said, I want to go home. I want to go home to Newark, New Jersey, okay? I'm in Alaska. I want to go to Newark, New Jersey, where there are not mountains, but murders. But I wanted to go there anyway. Alaska has the highest crime rate in America. Did you know that? I learned that today. Get out of here. I'm dead serious. By like grizzlies though, right? No, by like people. It is the highest, it's the number one most dangerous state in the country. Because it's kind of like the Wild West. I don't, they have the highest um, property and like homicide rate. I'm not, not kidding. My mom told me today because I'm going to Alaska next week. And she was like, you know, they have the highest crime rate. And I was like, no, they do not. New York City is in our backyard. Surely Alaska can't be worse than Midtown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, that's crazy. Uh, all right. All the more reason to not go back. So... Um, I was like, listen, I started to look up on my phone. Is there a hotel around here? And then I finally, finally came to my senses because I started to calm down a little bit. Oh, by the way, I opened up my tent. I looked around. I ran to the bathroom, got in the bathroom, and I hid in there for about an hour, okay? I started looking up if there was uh, Uber? Ubers around. I started looking if there was hotels. I was, I went, and then finally, obviously, the Lord was like, the Lord was like, listen, like, calm down. You, ha- you are their priest. Like, they need you. Like, man up. I am with you. Like, you must learn the meaning of sacrifice. And I'm not trying to, like, pat myself on the back. I did not. Yeah. Basically, but the Lord, was say- the Lord said to me very clearly, the Lord said, you are not here for you. 
This trip is not for you. Boom. You are here for them. You have to say mass for them every single day. Yeah. You have to do adoration for them every single day. Possibly and hear their confessions. You need to be available to them each day for confession or for spiritual direction. And so one of my friends, Tim Hanley, who I think you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. He texted me. He was on that chain. And he said to me, he's like, listen, man, I love you, bro. I get it. But mind over matter, they need you. Yeah. They need you. And then, of course, my parents, you know. You calm them down. Yeah, my dad was like, when's the last time someone got eaten by a bear? And I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to like, send them a YouTube yeah, <laughs> video. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so the Lord, and honestly, once it became like you are here, because originally I wanted to go to Alaska. Yeah, I, I wanted, remember that. I wanted to go to Alaska. Yeah. And the Lord was like, you are not here for you. You are here to be a priest. Like you are, you're not on vacation. This is their <laughs> retreat. And you are the chaplain. Yeah. So once the Lord did that, then I started the combat. It didn't make me like less afraid. Afraid, like I'm not gonna lie. Like we had a very powerful adoration that night, very powerful. And when I went into the tent, I was much better. Because I want to have adoration like that in the Alaskan wilderness. We had we had some of the most beautiful masses oh, and adoration. I'm so jealous. In the middle of nowhere, it was That's beyond what I beautiful. Want. Beyond beautiful. And the Lord really tested me because you want to know where we camped the very next night. Where? The very next night. We <laughs> walk into the campsite. We walk into the campsite and it says, caution, grizzlies in camp. Not maybe in camp. It said grizzlies <laughs> in camp, then a little explanation, and then it said especially in July and August. Are you more afraid of like, were you more afraid of the pain of the attack or like was it like you're just afraid of dying? Because I feel like that's a... Because you're, you're, not, you're not afraid of death. No, I'm not afraid of death at all. Yeah. There are some methods of death that I'm like, mm, I'd rather not die that way, but if that's the way I'm going to go, it's the way I'm going to go. Yeah. But, like, death doesn't scare me at all. That's amazing to me. I, pro- I kind of get, like, a warm feeling inside knowing I'm going to die someday. I, Do you know what I mean? I, listen, I But I don't think that's a normal thing either. That's, I don't think that's... Well, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be abnormal. True. You know, I mean, that's you. That's True. actually a good thing. I mean, I don't think we're be- supposed <laughs> to be afraid of death. I mean, it's normal to be, I guess, in a certain way. I wish I wasn't as. It was, it was an amazing... I, again, I'm not saying this because I, I have no merit on my own, but what I will tell you is that for the rest, that happened on a Monday... On a t- no, no, that, that happened on a Monday night because the first night we camped was Sunday. That happened on a Monday night. The rest of the week was like a constant novena, if you will, of a surrender to my fear of death. Yes. A constant. Because it wasn't the, only the bears that scared me in Alaska. Like some of these hikes that we went on were like on the edge of like, like this one hike we went on was literally on the edge of a mountain. I'm talking about like you get pushed, like you you're done. The, yeah. No joke. I'm not, and yeah. I'm like, what no, am I, I doing? It. What am I doing up here? What am I? And I was in awe of these women. I was in awe of these five women. Like they, if they were scared, and I didn't tell them at first. I told the leader what happened that one night. I didn't tell them. Then we got to know each other. We laughed a lot. But like, there's like, I was like, we're like, you know, because there's signs and it says uh, for the signs, you know, uh, be aware of bears, make a lot of noise, make sure you clap your hands, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I was the only one like, all right, guys, come on, let's go. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. We're here, bear. And, you know, and they, like, thought it was cute that I kept doing it. And I was like, God, like, I was like, do you not have any fear? They're like, not really. Like, no, not. And I was like, how do you, how are you guys not afraid? So 
they appreciated my vulnerability. Yeah. And I appreciated their courage. Um, and it, you know, it, it was it was, ended up being a great time. We got along really well. I I would happy to be have any of them on my podcast. It ended up being a great time. But it was an into. I just like I'm not really an outdoors guy. I know. I'm, that's I'm why not, I was surprised when you first told it. me you were going to be hiking through Alaska. Yeah, I, 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 there's parts of me that love it, but there's this part of me that just has this, this fear, and, and, it, and it ultimately comes down to a fear of death. And I'm a cemetery chaplain. I talk about the resurrection You're every day. You're a priest. I believe in heaven. I am a Catholic priest, 100%. 100%. And I believe in it. I believe in heaven. I talk yeah. about it every day. And that's just the deal. That's, that's the deal. So, but the Lord, like, I think... <laughs> worked with me very much so um and uh anyway and then i got to go on a one week alaskan cruise with my dad which was that's nice. when i was wondering because i saw the photos of your dad i was like oh i didn't know your dad was going camping too but that was later yeah my dad uh, it was one week with the camping hiking the retreat and then okay. another week was a cruise and he was not gonna go i was going on that by myself and then last second he came oh which, good like, when i spoke with you at the airport in alaska he wasn't yet going right he yeah I, that's why i was surprised when i saw the photos later of your dad there too i wonder uh, when you a, were like trying to come back with yeah. your dad and i was like i didn't yeah. know your dad was there yeah, I, I purposely didn't post a lot mm -hmm. uh, while we were away. Uh, yeah. Well, if the first week we weren't allowed to, and then the second yeah. week, I'm like, I just want to enjoy this cruise. Right, right, right. Um, I think it was when you were trying to get home from that Yeah, nightmare. I started posting a lot when uh, we were trying to get home. Our flight got canceled mm -hmm. 12 30 in the morning. They kicked us off the mm -hmm. flight. That's a whole other story. So, but I just wanted to tell you, and there's some other things about the Alaskan thing, but I don't want to, it involves like maybe like, talking a little yeah. bit about others or whatever, so I don't want to really no, do that. No, that's fine. But, um, I'm even more excited for my trip to Alaska. When are you going? On the 30th, on his birthday, Romeo's first birthday. And so you're Next I, Sunday. Next Sunday? Yeah. What are you uh, going uh, for? Just to go. Just to go? Yeah, I'm staying with friends of mine that I've never met in real life. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's the thing when you're yeah. like a social media personality. Yeah, she, they had me on their actually another great podcast i would highly recommend it's uh called moving mountains it's about miracles all right and they have different guests on sharing about miraculous occurrences in their lives and one of the hosts of that podcast her name is Paige. is well i just texted her i was like hey i'm gonna come to alaska do you have any recommendations or whatever what i can do there and she was like you can stay in our guest room and we have a car available if you want to use that and I was like, well, I'm going to be, you know, I have Romeo. And she was like, of course, Romeo's welcome. Yeah. So there we go. She just had a baby. And she's texting me like while in labor. I had no idea she was in labor <laughs> telling me to come to, you know, stay at her house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's, I'm going to go stay at her house. Awesome. By yourself. By myself with Romeo. All right. Well, well Ro she, I think she'll be there too with I her kids, but. Oh, she will? Yes. All right. So you're not, okay, it's good. Like they have like a guest room or a guest house. I don't, I didn't get all the details. Okay. But. Well, at just give somebody the information where you are. Yes. Uh, it doesn't have to be me. And please, everywhere you go, bear spray. I know. I got it for Romeo bear especially. Spray, and you better keep Romeo on that leash. <laughs> I'm telling you, they like little dogs. Romeo. I believe it. He's a little bear. Huh? He's a little bear himself. He does look like a little black bear. But um, right, no, well, I've always wanted to go to Alaska, and it was just because I'm going to be going to Washington State on Thursday, so day after tomorrow, for a wedding. And I was talking to another priest friend of mine who was like, you should just go to Alaska. It's so close to Spokane. So, okay. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Hi. Marilis Panero. So whether we... 
It's oh, what does that what say? Does that says, I think it Uno says momento. phone storage is full. Oh, you got to be Oh, it stopped recording. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Now stay tuned for the, well, not stay tuned. Go to the next episode for the full unedited interview of Marilis Panero, the ex-nun on the run's life. You're going to find out a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot, a lot, people, like you've never heard before. Let me know what you think of my Trump. Peace. Enjoy the ex-nun on the run. Thank you for joining me for a Holy Mess podcast. Please see the show notes in the description for this episode for more details and information about the topic and or our guest. You will find links and resources there to supplement this episode and help you along your messy but holy journey. Please also like, comment, subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this episode. I want to thank Mike Mangione for providing his song, Can You Love Me Falling, from his album Red Wing Blackbird Man, to provide for the theme song of this podcast. Finally, please note that while Father Paul Hoos is a priest for the Archdiocese of Newark, a holy mess with his holy mess podcast is not affiliated with the Archdiocese of Newark in any way, including but not limited to fundraising efforts. This podcast is purely the personal hobby, product, and evangelization effort of me, Father Paul Hoos. Please join us again next time for another holy mess of an episode. God bless. Yeah!